This is a general SOS. All unit channels. Coordinates as stated. Hello? Trap one receiving. Please repeat. Welcome to the Trap One Podcast. My name is Mark McManus. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Scott Claringbald, editor of Nine Lives, the charity short story anthology featuring Richard E. Grant's alternative doctor from Scream of the Schalke. Uh, the book was released to raise money for the MS Society and the Stroke Association. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Mark. Thanks for inviting me along. No problem. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the book. Really enjoyed reading it. Thank you. So, what gave you the idea of doing um, stories about the Schalke doctor? Um, I think it was um, the past few years I've been seeing that there's quite a lot of uh, charity books out there for um, for Doctor Who. Um, they obviously the Seasons of War uh, by Declan May um, was was quite a big seller, raised quite a lot of money for uh, for charity. Uh, when I was thinking of putting one together, I got together a, a few people um, who would taken part in those sort of charity anthologies, and we all mashed around a few ideas and uh, we, we chose two doctors to sort of do the um, anthology about and it was either uh, the Nicholas Briggs doctor from the audio visuals yeah. uh, fan audios from the 80s uh, or it was the uh, Richard E. Grant doctor um, which are absolutely loved and championed so yeah. <laughs> that's uh, we went along that line I didn't watch Stream of the Shark for ages. I watched it fairly recently. I think it stands up really well. It's, uh, it's a it good does, story. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's a really good story. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a, a step away from the TV series. Uh, we didn't see a regeneration, so we weren't mm. quite sure where he stood in yeah. uh, in line with anything else. Was um, was he an alternate reality Doctor? Was he the actual ninth Doctor? And I think there is something along the lines of he was... Um, announced as the ninth Doctor by the BBC, which yeah. was then quickly debunked because of the live uh, the live series that kept that. Uh, yeah, it wasn't long up. after, was it? There's um, an interview with uh, Paul Cornell, I think, recently, where he yeah. was saying it was just a case of like because BBCI as it was then, uh, and the BBC not really knowing, you know, what each other were doing. Yeah. Uh, and then when they realised his his version was sort of knocked on the head, um, but I think it it works a lot better, than I think, than the animated ones we've had since the. Was it the Infinity Quest uh, and the, yeah. that sort of yeah. Area Fifty One? Yeah, I have, I have, I've seen those maybe once, um, but yeah, I think Scream of the Shocker stands up a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Um, and of course, watching it on DVD now instead of dial-up as it was for me anyway when, yeah. <laughs> when it first came out, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to, to stick your DVD in. Yeah, yeah. Going back, I, I did watch it when it first came out, so that'd be like two thousand three. Yeah, I think yeah, about, then, about yeah. two thousand three. Um, I did watch it, and yeah, like you say. I didn't have the best dial-up either. No. <laughs> it was kind of sticking in places, but so it took me quite a while to, sit, to actually sit down and watch it all the way through. Yeah, but yeah, yeah DVD. I've think... watched it a few times now, and uh, yeah, so I think I still think it's it's a, it would have been a really good episode. Yeah, I'm being a fan of Richard E. Grant. I would really have liked to have seen a bit more of that character, but it, again, which is why the book yeah came about. So, I, I really like Paul Cornell's writing anyway. Um, and I often think if you go back to like his new adventures, things like that, the stuff that he puts in is then later used in the series. Yeah. Um, and even stuff like the TARDIS console having a phone is in Scream of the Shalker, which yeah. is, is coming to the new series more. Yeah. Um, and then the kind of the grumpy, spiky doctor is what he did with the 12th doctor originally. Yeah. 
um, and, and obviously more recently as well, the master traveling with the doctor yeah. as, a, as a sort of unwilling uh, ally kind of thing. Is, yeah, you know, it all seems to stem from. He that. does touch on that in a, a little bit on his and uh, his uh, foreword for the Nine Lives anthology. Yeah, it does say something along the lines of he uh, was pleased to see some of the elements coming across in the in the series um, yeah. since since the Scream of the Shalker. She so got Paul Cannell to do the, the foreword as well, sort of give it his blessing. Yeah. I did. Yes, uh, it didn't give him. It didn't give his blessing. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, he he didn't want to sort of put a stamp on it being. Um, you know the further adventures of the Sh- the Shalker Doctor. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to give it any sort of canon or anything like that. Um, so he never, he's, uh, he's, to my knowledge, he's never actually read any of the stories. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was very nice about um, doing a foreword. Uh, but yeah, he didn't uh, he, he he didn't want to take part. And he didn't want to mm. sort of read any of the stories to give it to sort of any canon. Um, and the uh, the recent series. Um the episode World Nothing Time with the two masters that's mm-hmm. given you an idea for your next uh, Doctor Who venture it did yes um, I was already I, I said I wouldn't do another anthology yeah. um, after the last one uh, not not because I didn't like doing it um, there was quite a lot involved um, with it um, and sort of due to personal circumstances I was kind of um, not anticipating doing a new one but after having having uh, I haven't watched the episodes that you said um, just then a, an idea came to me that has anybody ever done a book based on the master solely on the master um, stories based around him very Doctor Light stories um, and I put the idea out on Facebook again amongst all the, all the friends that took part in Nine Lives and, uh, and my Facebook friends and it seemed to get quite a good response um, so I set up uh, a group again on Facebook um, and I've had uh, yeah quite a lot of interested parties in, in putting something together. We've sort of taken it down a different route in that we're not just looking at the um, the masters from the TV series. Mm-hmm. We're throwing anything in there, so uh, anything like the Curse of the Fatal Death Doctor right, yeah. uh, Master. Um, um, to, um, Jonathan Price, isn't that's it? The yeah, guy, that that's one, the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sam Kiskart, um, Mark Gatiss one from the Big Finish Audios. All oh, right, okay. Um, and there's um, a couple of people actually come to me with their own version of their own master, which uh, is really co- uh, uh, really cool. And I've decided that yeah, why why can't we have yeah. those in there as well rather than uh, you know just the, just the um, the TV based ones? Definitely. So have you uh, all the incarnations covered? How much you got so far? Um, not all of them. Um, I've got some pictures still to read over. I, I believe sort of the main ones are covered. Yeah. Um, Do you like Eric Roberts? The, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm quite surprised, but yeah, I did have a couple of pictures for Eric Roberts. Not that I'm saying I hate Eric Roberts because I, <laughs> I actually enjoyed the the TV movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. I, I actually like yeah. Eric Roberts' master, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I was quite surprised that I did get a couple of pictures for that one. Uh, Gordon Tipple, anybody? Uh, no, I did put out. Um, yeah, I did say that I would. I would love to see somebody write something for Gordon Tipple. But yeah. yeah, I might have to do that all myself. It'd be interesting even seeing the trial that that you see the end of at the start of the TV movie in a way, yeah. because like, what kind of trial would the Daleks do that wouldn't be entirely exactly. one-sided? Yeah, um, you know, I did. I, I did put out something along the lines of um, it was just a throwaway line that I put on the uh, the Facebook group about um, him having messed with their uh, voice modulators to make them sound like Smurfs. Ah, right. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't sound themselves at the start no. of the TV. No, yeah. no. 
Uh, yeah, you'd imagine it was it was going to be a pretty uh, kind of open and shut case, though, if there was a, a jury of 12 Daleks or whatever they want to yeah. come yeah, out no. of 12 angry Daleks. No. So, yeah, it would, it would be nice to see something along the lines of, of that master, because obviously we've got pictures of him in his suit with his yeah. snake eyes and everything, so it would be nice to see... Um, it would be nice to see how that master fitted it, uh, fit in with the rest of the year. Definitely. You've got the one on Big Finish as well. Um, I can't remember the actor's name now. The guy that's from The Thick of It. Um, oh, uh, Alex McQueen? Yeah, Alex McQueen, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's brilliant on the audios. Yeah, he uh, is. He's excellent. Um, I really liked him in um, in the Unit Dominion uh, audio. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. Um, so, yeah. And I'd like to see more of him again. He's in sort of, he's in Dark Eyes as well, isn't he? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that good. was really good. I think um, I think somebody has pitched a one for the McQueen and uh, character. The master from Scream of the Shark as well. He uh, uh, he's yeah really good in that. He's uh, he provides a lot of the comedy, doesn't he? He does. Um, yeah. Again, I don't think anybody's pitched that one either. Um, there, there seem to be a track of obviously. Uh, the people that are writing them maybe from a, a certain generation yeah so there seem to be quite a lot of um based around the uh what would you call him the emaciated master oh yeah the cops like one <laughs> yeah from the deadly yeah. assassin and yeah. keeper tracking yeah i had quite a few based around uh based around that version um maybe one for the delgado um again none for ainley um oh, right. which i was really surprised yeah. about um i think maybe one one has snuck in sort of before the deadline yeah um, but yeah, that I was really surprised at who they were writing for. Yeah. Um, I, I asked that there was no multi-master stories. Yeah. Um, and also, I was hoping that there wouldn't be a lot of Missy stories. Yeah. Um, mainly because Missy's the, well, from what we know, is the yeah. current incarnation. Yeah. Um, so we don't know where where her character's going yet. Uh, but I did get maybe two or three in for Missy. Oh. Um, because, yeah, because uh, I think Michelle Gomez has sort of intimated she might not be coming back. Yeah. Uh, now that Peter Capaldi's going. But with the announcement of a female doctor, yeah, you kind of think, I'd love her to come back and you'd love to see them together yeah. and how, how they play off each other. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, the, a lot of people think the war chief from the war games as well might be the master, and if, you, if you're familiar with that. So, I think uh, that was debunked. Um, I did ask about yeah. that one because... Um, I've got um, David A. McKinty. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, on in the group, uh, I did ask about the War Chief one, and I yeah. think yeah, I, I think that has been debunked somewhere along the lines that he was an incarnation of the Master. Because David A. McKinty wrote the Dark Path, didn't he? He did. Um, which is like a Master origin story with the Second yeah. Doctor. Yeah. So he's he's probably quite closely associated with the with the history uh, of the of the character yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think anything that we need to know, yeah, uh, David will be very, very yeah. uh, useful. I haven't read that since it came out, but I remember enjoying it. Um, I, have to, I have to pick that up again, I think, yeah. Is yeah. he, uh, can you say which, which master he's writing for? Um, I don't want to say just yet, because okay. um, he's, I've not had contact with him on, um, on, since I actually approved his idea, so I just want to make sure that, that that's still going ahead. Cool, no problem. Uh, any other sort of big names or anything you've got? Anyone else to announce? Uh, no, um, I have. Uh, I've just this week um, got somebody to do agreed to do the cover, uh, which is a gentleman called Jason Fletcher, who um, I'm told has done some of the posters for the Doctor Who Experience uh, down in Cardiff. 
um, and haven't seen his work, I can I can well believe it. I haven't seen any posters, but I haven't seen his work. I can well believe that he's. Uh, he I looked him up as well. It's just brilliant stuff. Have it you is. been to the Doctor Experience? Haven't no. I mean, obviously, I used to go to the one in Blackpool because that's, yeah. that's that's probably <laughs> the one nearest to us, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I used to go to that one, but I haven't been down to the one in Cardiff. No. Yeah, it's closing shortly, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So I believe. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to go down, but. Uh, yeah, and it's it's it is a bit far out of the way for us to. Uh, to it is, to. yeah. I'm sort of hoping that they go back to before before the experience opened. They had the smaller, sort of uh, portable ones, didn't they? That they, they had one in it was in Newcastle and yeah. Glasgow and Blackpool yeah. and then Manchester and moved them round. And I got to a few of those because they're obviously a lot closer for us um, yeah. in Cumbria. Um, but yeah, I've been to the one in Cardiff a couple of times and it is it is excellent. Yeah, uh, it'd be good if they can find another site for that. I did go to the uh, the orchestral Doctor Who concert in Glasgow a few years ago. Oh yeah, I did that. I went to that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with Peter Davison. Um, uh, it might have been a couple actually. Yeah, I think it was. Um, this was uh, maybe just when Matt Smith had taken over, maybe in his first season. Right. Ah, uh, no, it was more recent than I went then. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We went up there. Uh, me and my son went up there. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I think it's brilliant hearing it all live. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. And then did they have it where the the monsters come out as well? And, yeah, and walk? yeah, yeah. It's great. The kids' faces <laughs> when that stomping round. Yeah, yeah, they're either terrified or just kind of transfixed. And yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Thankfully, my my um, my pet hate didn't come out, which is Davros. I used to right. absolutely hate Davros when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but now, obviously, I think he's one of the coolest characters. Yeah. So, so just like scared of him, or just didn't like him, is it? I did. I'm not sure if it was his voice or his laugh or something like that, but he yeah. just used to freak the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in, in Nine Lives, you wrote for Davros as well, didn't you? Uh, da- yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, Dave Ross. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was funny that actually because I hadn't read the um, the Seasons of War story and I didn't know there was sort of a running joke in um, Terry Malloy's um, signs it, uh, into hotels as under the name Dave Ross ah right I didn't know that um, but there is a story by Paul Mars in uh, Seasons of War where he, he calls his character Dave Ross so yeah. I did speak to Paul about that one and, and uh, I said I, I haven't pinched yeah. it honestly <laughs> <laughs> um, so just something I always ask anybody new on the podcast um, when did you first get into Doctor Who can you remember what the first story you watched was anyway? oh it was definitely a Tom Baker story I couldn't tell you what it was because I would have only been maybe about four I just remember watching it at my granddad's house um, and I'm thinking it was the most amazing thing I'd yeah. ever seen on TV. Um, and I've got very vivid memory of uh, actually having a Tom Baker costume, like a plastic tabard and mask and everything, and dressing oh, cool. up in this thing when I was about five. Um, and thinking it was it was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, Tom Tom Baker's my doctor, so that probably gives away my age. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's my favourite. He's not the first one I saw, which was Sylvester McCoy, but yeah, definitely my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I got the. The videos when I was younger and stuff, and yeah. watching on UK Gold, yeah, he's uh, he's absolutely brilliant. But I did, I mean, I like I like Peter Davison as a doctor as well because he was the next one after Tom Baker. Um, I must admit, I wasn't a massive fan of um, Colin Baker, but he has grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, as time's gone on, he has grown on me. Um, Love Sylvester McCoy, uh, but yeah, I thought Paul McGann was amazing in the film. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people think it was rubbish, but. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, I've got, I've got sort of fond memories of it. Um, I, I do, I do, I don't mind it. You can see it's faults, but and Paul McGann himself is, is brilliant in it, isn't he? Yeah, you yeah, can he see is. he just kind of nails the character really, really quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, given such a short run. 
you know, some doctors that you know obviously they get like a full series to kind yeah. of hit the stride. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think it was great when he went over to Big Finish. Yeah. And he's been allowed to develop the character in you know as he would have on TV. Um, and I also like the the, the change. To the like the leather jacket. I know it's kind of like like the Ninth Doctor, but yeah, I, I kind of like the change to the leather jacket and everything for uh, for for Morgan. Yeah, they did it in Dark Eyes, didn't they? Um, yeah, he arrives in the First World War, or the Second yeah. World War, and he's in the trenches and they, right. they replace his costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. And because yeah, because I think uh, they'd run out of new photos, hadn't they? Like Doctor Who magazine. Yeah, and <laughs> if people were going to conventions, getting autographs from him, there was nothing new. So they did a, right. a photo shoot with it. He did, yeah, he does That's look right. cool in those. And he's got his Knight of the Doctor costume as yeah. well, hasn't he? So he's got well, a... wasn't that a surprise? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely but brilliant. I think it'd be great if 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 those sort of things could be kept under wraps. But I know that is so difficult for for the BBC or anybody to keep anything like that. Yeah. yeah. They released that early, didn't they? Because it it was starting to leak. Yeah. So they just put it out there. Yeah. I was lucky. I watched it unspoiled. I did too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was great. Um, just at work, and uh, I was on my lunch. Watched it. And yeah, just absolute brilliant kind of thrill, isn't it? When uh, yeah. when he says the line, he says, "I'm the doctor, but not the one you're expecting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's that thing everyone always wishes he would come back and do more, or you know, they bring him back for a multi-doctor story or something like that. Yeah, I would love that to happen. Um, I, I'd love to see more of him on TV or something like that. And but you know, this is Doctor Who. Yeah, you never say it. never. No, no, <laughs> it's uh, it's always kind of moving forward and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you, you, the deadline's passed now for pitches for masterpieces. It has. Uh, it might reopen again. Um, uh, I was sort of setting it to June, middle of June. Um, mid, sorry, sorry, middle of July was the the deadline for pitches. I was thinking that first draft would maybe be in sort of by the end of August or September. Um, but again, I've got a lot on my plate um, personally and, and work-wise. Um, I've also got another book. Uh, in the in the pipeline that I'm doing, um, again with with people that were associated with uh, Nine Lives and Masterpieces, um, so that might move along, uh, and I might reopen pitches depending yeah. on what stories I've got in and if I need anything else. Um, and you say you might do a, a website page or a Facebook page, something like that. So. There'll be a Facebook page coming yeah. along this time. I didn't do one for Nine Lives. That's probably my biggest regret um, that I didn't do that. We did have a um, a WordPress page. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll do a Facebook page for, okay. for this one. Um, once that's up, then I'll put a link in the show notes, the podcast, and I'll tweet it out and stuff as well. Oh, great. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you mentioned your other book as well. Just um, what was that about? Uh, it's a book called Life Unending, um, about immortals. Uh, something that I've been looking to do for for a while. Um, again, I put it out uh, through Facebook. Um, quite a lot of friends seemed interested in it. I've got about fourteen stories in that one, um, all all touching on different characters. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the film Highlander, but I wanted to try and take it away from yeah. that sort of a feel. I love Highlander. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so they don't cross swords and they don't okay. fight for a prize or anything like that. And yeah, they're all self-contained stories. Um, so yeah, that's something that we're looking to put out um, roughly before the end of this year. Sounds good. Uh, so roughly the release date for masterpieces, you think it's over? masterpieces? We're probably looking at the start of next year again. Um, it's uh, getting the time to edit everything. Um, I have had offers this time to get it properly edited, uh, not just me so, bunging it together yeah. and and, uh, and trying to work it out. Uh, so it, it's it's all a case of logistics and getting everything in. Um, 
getting covers done in and uh, and getting it sorted but probably looking at the start next year brilliant uh, that's great I look forward to reading that thank you thanks thanks a lot for inviting me along no problem thanks for joining me join me again next week when Keith will be back on the podcast we'll see you then thanks for listening we <laughs>